Hi everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Behind the Craft with Kim. It is currently Friday night, and I am curled up in bed with a tall glass of wine because let me tell you something, it has been a week for me so much that I totally forgot to record this episode last night since I usually drop my podcast episodes on Friday, but that is okay. (laughs) Um, I had a very stressful week, and that's kind of what inspired me to talk about tonight's topic which is all about motivation, inspiration, and how to get out of a work funk. And I just think that this topic is so important to talk about because there's a person behind your business, you know, your profile, your website, and not everyone gets to see the struggles that we go through as a human being, not just as a shop owner with like your all your responsibilities, but like how to balance your feelings, your funks, you know, your highs, your lows. Um, no one really talks about that or shares that, um, you know, and as much as we would like to be, we aren't machines that can work 24 seven and crank out products and, you know, do customer service and packing and shipping and creating new items and then listing them. Everything that goes into being a shop owner you know, without missing a beat. We wish we could do it like a machine, but you know, we can't, we're human beings. And I feel like this is a topic that's often super overlooked or unacknowledged, um, to the point where you just feel like something's wrong with you because you're not sure if you're the only one that feels this way. Um, especially with social media, it's so easy because everyone is, Um, I mean like easy to compare yourself or like feel like you're not doing enough because everyone is posting the good stuff you know no one posts when they're in bed and they can't move because they're so tired Um, you know it's very rare to see the struggles um, because people love to share the wins and that's cool you know but um, with this podcast I definitely just wanted to bring to light everything that goes on behind the scenes the highs and the lows So I know that I can share my own personal opinion, but for this specific topic, I really wanted to reach out and get a little bit more perspective from others. Um, So I did post on my social media like stories um, just kind of to create like a little focus group um, if people felt like comfortable sharing their struggles, you know, how they get out of those funks. So I have a list in front of me of a lot of topics that people shared And they're really great. Um, You know, a lot of these things I wouldn't have thought about myself. So um, I think this episode is going to be really good if you feel those things um, and you can, you know, feel better knowing that you're not the only one. So with that said, I'm just going to go ahead and jump into it. Um, Basically, I'm going to talk first about being in a funk. And basically, this is just like a period of time where your productivity productivity levels aren't as high, your energy may not be as high, and you know that starts to affect your not only your personal life but your work life. Um, so I asked a bunch of people what that funk looks like for them, because I know for me, I just want to lay in bed and I have no desire to approach my work area. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Um, so like my bedroom is next to my office. And for me, if something is out of sight, it's completely out of mind. So if I don't step into my office, I'm not in work mode. Um, so when I'm in a funk, 
I stay in my bedroom and I avoid my office at all times. Um, so that's kind of what my funk looks like. Just being so overwhelmed that I ignore and I just completely disregard. Um, so I will leave all of my messages, all of my emails unanswered. I can see them piling up and I can see people contacting me. And that stress just overwhelms me so much where I don't even bother trying to take on even a little bit of it because the thought of tackling them all together is just so daunting. Um, All of my tasks, my to-do list feels like a giant tsunami that's in front of me and I can see it coming and I turn around and I'm like, I'm going to bed. I, I, I can't even deal with this right now. That's how my like brain deals with stress <laughs> when at the end of the day, it's really not as bad as it seems. Um, you know, in my head, it looks like a big giant tsunami of tasks that I have to do. But if I really get down to it, it's just one thing at a time. You know, it's not that bad. But for me, that's just how my brain perceives it. Um, and I had a lot of other people submit things that they struggle with and um, kind of what those funks look like to them. So I'm going to go ahead and share a few. So someone said that they take a lot of naps um, during work, after work, and that their productivity is zero. So I think when your body is like craving naps or sleep, I think your body's definitely trying to tell you something. Um, I'm not saying you should sleep every time you're just like feeling super sad or like in a funk, um, you know, cause we should try to fight those urges and try to keep going. But I think there comes a point where you just have to listen to your body and, you know, taking naps is important. <laughs> you know, um, I know as kindergartners, we always try to fight off naps. And then when you're an adult, you would kill to have time for a nap. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, staying in bed was definitely a popular answer. And I think just because staying in bed is such a like comfort safe zone, you know, um, I know they say, I forgot where I read it, but I know in college they were like, don't work on your bed. Um, because then your brain starts to mix up your bed as a space for work and you know, it should be strictly for sleep and, um, any extracurricular activities you may or may not do in bed, but <laughs> work is definitely definitely not something that should be done in bed, um, according to like that article that I read, just because it helps your mind check in and out of that mode. Um, so for example, in college, I used to do all of my work on my bed. So instead of working at my desk where I could leave my work, My work now invaded this comfort space where I should be able to go and lay down. Um, So yeah, I can see that definitely being a struggle for people is just to want to stay in bed, to stay in that little cozy bubble and avoid all the real life responsibilities that come with being an adult, being a student, being, you know, um, a shop owner. It doesn't really matter. You don't have to own a business to relate to this at all. Um, cause I'm sure we've all had that, those times where we just want to lay in bed, um, scrolling on social media or watching TV for hours. Totally. I'm such a like victim of this. Um, especially since I got TikTok. Um, I know I talked in the last few episodes about how TikTok is great for business and it is, but man, TikTok is so great for just your personal life. Like personally and Instagram and Twitter. I love Twitter. Um, you know, staying in bed and just scrolling through social media is such a good, how do I say this? Like avoidance mechanism. You're able to tune out your real life and you're able to tune into this alternate reality 
where you can literally see anything at any time. The world is inside your phone. Um, and then it's, it's hard to snap out of that. Honestly, um, I'm pretty sure you can all relate that you get on your phone and then before you know it, you know, an hour has passed and you're like, Oh shoot, how did that happen? (laughs) Um, so definitely a really, really common avoidance mechanism is to just scroll on social media. Another thing that someone said that their funk looks like is getting to their desk but then they sit with the work in front of them and then just complain about doing it the entire time. And I think that's also super common. Um, you know, you get up and you're like, all right, I'm at my desk. I'm, I, my laptop's open, but I'm just going to complain about it the whole time. And it's just like, um, ask yourself, are you really getting anything done? Would you be better off taking a break and recharging or are you actually getting it done? Um, you know, and I think it's very important to, in those moments, self-reflect and being like, am I just over this right now? Do I just need to go take a walk? Or is it something that I can snap out of and actually, you know, finish what I'm doing? Um, and I'm going to talk about shifting your perspective, um, which I think is a really big thing. Um, but let me get ahead a little bit. Um, so another one is not posting, won't touch laptop or I'll walk into my office just to walk right back out. And that's just, this is really common too. Um, and I think a lot of this just has to do with avoidance. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, not touching your laptop, not even walking into your office. <laughs> Excuse me, these damn hiccups. Um, but y'all already know. I've done enough episodes to know that they're going to come up. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I think a lot of that avoidance comes and stems from feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed, instead of dealing with those feelings, it's just easier to run away from them. And I know that from a personal, you know, my personal experience where I just close my office door and it's like work doesn't exist. But then, I mean, we all know that that work is not going anywhere. That homework isn't going anywhere. The more you push it off, the more, you know, daunting it's going to be when you actually have to do it. And I'm the biggest procrastinator and it sucks because in college I would just stay up all night cramming because, you know, I had three weeks to read three chapters, but of course I left it until the night before the midterm. And now that I'm a grown up and I have my business, unfortunately, like I see those tendencies carrying over into my business and I hate it because as a student, there's no one you know, to let down but myself. And as a business owner, that now trickles into letting down your customers and letting down the people that are contacting you and depending on you for a product or a service. Um, So it's definitely more important to try to tackle those feelings and tackle the root of those feelings. Oh gosh, I feel like I'm giving like a therapy session. I want to say <laughs> legally that I am not qualified to give ther- like therapeutic advice or anything like that. This is all personal experience and opinion. Um, but yeah, I just think that a lot of that has to do with avoidance. And I'm, you know, looking through these answers, I'm seeing that that's a really common coping mechanism for stress. Um, a lot of people talked about having a creative block feeling depressed, then feeling guilty because you're not being productive. Um, Someone said that all they want when they're in a funk is to be left alone. And I feel that's so hard. Um, They mentioned that it's really hard when you have a family or you're a mom and you have others depending on you. 
I can't relate to that, but I, I cannot even imagine. Um, the, the closest I can get to it is like my dog bugging me every single morning because he wants to go on a walk. And it's just like, leave me alone. I'm cozy in bed. I just, I don't want to get up right now, but you kind of have to. Um, so wanting to be left alone is a really valid, <laughs> valid response to stress. Um, but it just, it sucks because like you can't, you can't do that all the time the rest of your life. Eventually, you'll have to tackle those tasks at hand. Um, someone mentioned having panic attacks when you feel like you're not doing enough. And this is when it starts to get a little bit more serious is when those feelings that you have start to take a toll on your body and your mindset. And at that point, like I just urge you, if you ever really need help, um, to talk to someone, you know, if you feel like you get to a point where you need to talk to a doctor, do that. There's no shame in, you know, feeling like this funk is eating you alive and you need to reach out for help. There's no shame in that. But on a smaller scale, like you're not alone if you feel those feelings. Um, I know I've definitely had my fair share of like panic attacks where, oh my gosh, I remember I was FaceTiming with a friend shout out to Daniel if you're listening. I was FaceTiming with a friend and this was like November. This was like in the middle of my holiday season. And I remember specifically it was right before an event. So events themselves are very stressful because you have to prep like a big amount of inventory and you have to get everything ready. And it's just a lot of to-do list like check check-ons in my mind right so I was prepping for my event and then at the same time like I think I had had a just I had just had a video on TikTok blow up so I was getting so many emails for like grad caps and then I was getting a ton of orders on my website for the holiday season which had a deadline that I had to ship everything out basically I got to the point where like he asked me oh what do you have to do tonight and I just started trickling off like so many tasks to the point where even saying them out loud overwhelmed me that I started crying and like having a panic attack and he had to like remind me to breathe and that's kind of where it hit me like oh my god I just I need to take care of myself and I want you to know like if you've ever felt that way it's totally normal Um, I mean it sucks that you get to a point but you're not the only one that feels overwhelmed and I think for me that comes from having too much on my plate And I know for others, you can probably have those feelings because you feel like you might not be doing enough. And whichever end of the spectrum that you're on, like you're not alone. I guarantee you can talk to anyone, whether they own a business or not, and they have those feelings to some extent. Um, Another reason that someone said, or another way that their funk looks like to them is that creative block where you're not creating new items, where you're just feeling so uninspired. Um, Again, totally normal. And then feeling guilty for not doing anything. So those are just some of the things um, which maybe you can or cannot relate to. I definitely struggle with burnouts. Um, I've noticed over the last few years that I definitely had to have a pattern in the way that Um, I run myself and my business. I go through very crazy highs and then I crash and I have these horrible lows. So for example, I'll use the holiday season. Um, You know, work starts picking up, which I'm really thankful for. And I I always want to make a point 
to like mention that I am thankful for all of the orders of support and because um because I hate to sound like I'm complaining you know I'm not complaining of the amount of work that I have because I'm so thankful for it and I would hate for anyone to ever like interpret my complaints as feeling as being ungrateful which is not where it's coming from um but it's just you're when you complain that you're just so stressed you know and that's just comes it comes with the territory um but yeah for me during um holiday seasons I go through crazy highs where I work 16 17 hours a day (laughs) excuse me from the moment I wake up I wake up I you know, take care of all of my social media things, DMs, comments, um, which doesn't sound like work, but it is, and emails, and then I'll run errands, and then I barely have time to grab breakfast, and then all day I'm like packing shipping orders, and then at night I'm making shipping orders, uh, making and then shipping orders, printing out labels. It just never ends, and I I can vividly remember how I was this past November and December to the point where it was just like boom, 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 boom. From the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, it was just nonstop. And then <laughs> uh, I think the last day I shipped out was like December 14th or something, like two weeks before Christmas, where I was like, okay, if I can make it to this day, if I can make it to this day, I will survive and I'll be done. And then I made it to the 14th and I still wasn't done. And I was like, shoot, like I'm burnt out, so tired, but I just kept going. If I had five more orders to do, I got them done. By the time like December 16th got around, I just remember laying on my couch and doing absolutely nothing. I was a potato for like three weeks and, and that's, that's just my body, you know, recovering from that crazy high and I don't know if anyone else can relate. This is just me sharing my experience. But um, being burnt out is totally a thing. Um, and I notice myself getting there right now. And if you follow me on like my custom crafts page, um, I know I've been sharing a lot of that struggle on my story every now and then. Because I'm not as active. Um, you know, I'm lagging on posting. And I'll pop on my story just to show my face and show my followers that I'm still alive. And I've even had some people like message me like, hey, haven't seen your face. Are you okay? And I just, I feel bad that people are getting concerned. But it's just, um, you know, personally, there's a lot on my plate, but I'm not here to complain about myself. But I'm just saying like being burnt out is totally normal. Um, But you just have to be proactive in trying to set strategies that avoid that burnout that avoid that crazy crazy high and that crazy crazy low if you relate to that Um, because I know not everybody kind of has that same struggle but I just want to stop and make it a point and if you take anything from this episode I want it to be this you are not defined by your level of productivity I'm gonna say that again You are not defined by your level of productivity. Your self-worth as a human being, as a shop owner, as a friend, as a family member, as a mom, whatever it is that you are and consider yourself, you are not, you know, defined by how much you get done. Um, And I just, I need that to stick in your brain because I feel like that's something that is so hard for us to accept especially when you're the kind of person that strives for perfection and strives for those big goals and then when you don't reach them you just feel so guilty and like worthless and I want you to like 
snap out of it and yell at your brain for being mean to you. (laughs) Um, Because the world is not going to end if you don't finish what's in front of you. You have to take take care of yourself first and you cannot pour from an empty cup. I've said that in a previous episode and I'm going to say it again. You know, you have to make sure that you have enough for yourself before you have enough for others. And that means your customers, your followers, your friends, your family. Um, you definitely have to be proactive in taking care of yourself first. Which leads me to my next topic. <laughs> so now that I've kind of taken some time to list off all of our complaints and our struggles, I'm going to turn it around and I'm going to talk a lot about some things that we can do to get back on track. And, you know, we presented the problem. Now I'm going to go ahead and give off some solutions, um, you know, to try to stay motivated, try to stay inspired. Um, so here are some things that people shared with me that they do. If you are a morning person, um, I recommend waking up early and setting some time for yourself before work. And I feel like there's two kinds of people. People that love waking up in the morning and people that absolutely dread it. I am the latter for sure. Um, But I can see, I can definitely see the like positives and the, um, what is the word? Benefits. The benefits of waking up early and, um, you know, instead of scurrying to get ready and, you know, sitting down and feeling super overwhelmed, I do see the benefit in like waking up early, making yourself a good breakfast or a nice coffee, reading a book, meditating, working out, stretching, whatever it is that you, it might be that helps you. Um, I can definitely see that being a good thing. I don't wake up early because I work late into the night, but I, think it's very important to start the day on a good note. Um, I notice that when I leave my bed undone, excuse me, and that my room is messy and I have stuff on my bed, that carries on into like my stress levels and feeling like my brain is messy. If my office and my bedroom are messy, I feel like my brain follows and it's just mess up there. But um, personally, I wake up, I make my bed really quick Um, get my pillows all together and that kind of just helps you start the day off on a good note and if you don't do that I recommend doing it just try it for a week and see if you feel any difference of walking into your room and being like ah you know it's ready made it looks good Um, you're kind of just setting your intentions for the day Um, which is never a bad thing you know I know the saying is oh someone got off on the wrong side of the bed Well, you can be proactive and do things to start off on the right side of the bed. Make your bed, have a good breakfast, get some exercise, stretch, whatever it is it may be. But you have the power to make those changes to make your day a little better. If you notice you wake up in a really bad mood, ask yourself, what can I do to be a little bit better? Um, I notice ever since quarantine started, I start my days by walking my dog every morning. And just getting that like dose of sunshine every morning helps me and I notice that I'm a little bit happier and I'm a little bit more positive um, and that fresh air doesn't hurt anybody. Um, Another thing someone said is to get out of that funk is to think that you won't always feel this way and at least you'll make someone happy with your creations and that will in turn make you feel better. And I think that's a great perspective to have too is like reminding yourself that these feelings aren't permanent and that they're just passing through and not letting them take over. 
Um, and then also thinking about, you know, depending on what you do and what your business is, it could stress you out to think of it, but it could also make it better and think of the people that are relying on you. Um, you know, I know when I'm like procrastinating on orders and like dream catchers and stuff like that, I snap out of it because I'm like, you know what? People are counting on this. They're probably so excited to receive this in the mail. And here I am pushing it off. Like that doesn't seem fair to me. Um, so that's definitely something that I think of myself when I am in a funk. I'm just like, you know what? It's not about me right now. Um, let me take the time that I need to get to work. But at the end of the day, you know, put yourself out there, make your customers happy. And then that love will be reciprocated and hopefully you'll feel better. Um, some people said that they do housework to get themselves moving. I think that's super great. You know, even feeling productive in some area of your life, whether it's doing housework, cleaning, doing laundry, whatever it may be. Um, just one thing at a time, um, have the, this is something I definitely recommend is to have the first task be something small and easily attainable. Um, you know, give yourself those wins, um, And here's a tip. I forgot where I read it, but I think about it literally every single day tip. If you can get it done in two minutes, do it now. So I know I had this thought yesterday. I walked past my trash can that was full and I looked at it and I was like, I'm so stressed. Like I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. Then I was like, nope, it takes less than two minutes. Just do it now. And that helps, um, helps you stay productive and helps not like avoid those tasks that tend to pile up they're easy tasks, you know, you can get them done, but you just put them to the side and they pile up on top of the harder tasks and it just seems so stressful. So remember that if you can do it in two minutes, do it now. Um, Definitely, definitely a super helpful tip. Another thing you can do is just take the day off and try again tomorrow. There's no shame in giving yourself a day to recharge And, you know, get that mindset back on track. If your body is craving rest, give it rest. If your mind is craving rest, give it rest. You know, there's no shame in that. Um, As long as, you know, if you don't have anything super crazy like um, do or something super high priority. Students, I mean, yes, you have due dates and stuff like that. But as a shop, I think I've learned that it's definitely okay to push back your orders a day you know, um, it's not going to kill anybody to push that stuff off as long as it helps you get back on track. <gasps> Excuse me. Um, another thing that you can do to help fight against those funks is to clean up your workspace, you know, grab some snacks, reset. And um, I think cleaning up is definitely, it goes back to what I was saying about setting your intentions for the day. Um, for me, when my office is a mess, it reflects on my mindset and I just feel so cluttered in my mind and my surroundings. Um, so give that a shot. If you feel very, very stressed, um, try cleaning up your workspace, cleaning up your bedroom. Um, I have a perfect example. When I was in high school, you know, teenagers, oh my God, it's so embarrassing to think about teenagers. We always have that like weird stage where we like dress up our bedroom, super crazy, I had cheetah spots painted all over my bedroom wall, but I remember my dad only had yellow and brown paint for some reason, so they ended up looking like giraffe spots. Okay, so I had one wall with all of these giraffe spots, and then the second wall was hot pink. 
I think. Yeah, it was like a super dark color. And then the third wall was covered in a bunch of pictures um, from high school. Everyone literally ceiling to floor pictures. And you could just imagine how cluttered this room looked. Um, and I was having a lot of nightmares. I remember telling my mom specifically, like I was having a lot of weird dreams and I felt like my mind wasn't at rest at night. I was so tired. I couldn't get good sleep. And she was like, um, Mika, why don't you try like cleaning up your room? Like, you know, clearing the walls, seeing if that affects it because you're looking at this clutter and this mess all day long that has to translate subconsciously into your sleep. And it's so funny to look back on that because she was totally right. I had, oh, the wall wasn't hot pink. The comforter was hot pink. Jesus, that was a mess. Anyway, so I remember I was like, you know what? My room could use some redecorating. I went with the beach themed. Got a white comforter, white pillows. I painted my room all like a very light seafoam green. Um, decluttered, got rid of all the pictures, put them in an album instead. Said bye to the cheetah spots, giraffe spots, whatever. And as soon as I switched up my room to be more relaxing and to reflect the kind of energy I was looking for, I was getting better sleep. I wasn't having those nightmares anymore. So if that's something that you can relate to, give your surroundings a good look and see if there's anything that you can do to make it more peaceful. Um, You know, (laughs) lately, because of quarantine, I've become a crazy plant lady. And I know I've posted some pictures on like my social media, but my room is a fine balance between a spa because like all of my my bed is white my pillows are white and then like the crazy plant scene from the movie jumanji (laughs) because i have so many plants in here um but like it's so hard to explain how relaxed i am when i'm in my bedroom which makes it hard to want to leave and go work um because i just have all these beautiful plants and the air is nice i've got a humidifier Um, It's just a really nice place to be. So I definitely encourage you to translate that type of energy into your workspace and try to give yourself some good vibes wherever it is that you are creating. Um, Another thing you can do is to get out of the house and have some alone time. Like I said, getting some fresh air never hurt anybody and I think it definitely helps you reset. Um, I know I had a few years where I was really struggling with anxiety And that hadn't, I mean, it did have to do with work because I was crazy stressed, but then just like my personal life as well, getting a lot of anxiety. And I remember one of the only things that really helped was literally just getting fresh air. Um, It sounds dumb. It sounds like such an easy fix, but it really is. Um, So I recommend the next time that you are stressed and feeling in a funk, just get up and get some fresh air. Sit in the sun for five minutes and I you'll feel like it's curing all of your life's problems. <laughs> or maybe it's just me. Um, I had someone else say that they listen to rain sounds before production time and during. Um, and I think that's something really cool that I've actually never done myself. I've never experimented with music. Um, I know in college they talked a lot about that, about like listening to, <gasps> excuse me, about like if you listen to classical music while you study, um, things stick better. And I know that they also told us that the state in which you study, if you translate that to the same state in which you take your test, you will perform better. So if you were to study drunk 
and take your test drunk, you'll probably do better than if you were to like study drunk and then take your test sober. Don't quote me on that. That's just a fun fact I remember from college. But, you know, switching that to be a little bit more work-wise is if you, when you're relaxing and you're on your downtime and you feel at peace and you listen to a certain type of music, why don't you listen to that same music when it's time to work? Um, and hopefully you can kind of translate those vibes into your workspace. Um, and I can see that definitely working with something relaxing like rain sounds or white noise or classical music. Um, someone else said they put on a song and dance to get out of their slump. Um, and I think it's definitely helpful to get your body moving. Um, any Grey's Anatomy fans, you already know what I'm about to say. You have to dance it out. <laughs> um, so yeah, just it sounds silly. And honestly, it probably looks crazy silly. I've never tried it myself, but I've seen it happen on Grey's Anatomy. And I can see it working. So if you feel like that could help you, definitely get up, put on a good song. Um, I guess in the same way, I have a playlist called Happy Songs. And if I'm ever having like a really bad day or I notice I'm in a bad mood or I could just feel like my spirits need to be lifted a little higher, I play that playlist. And I've I've got some jams on there. Um, So, you know, try that out. Maybe that could work for you. Um, A lot of people said that they give themselves a due date or a certain time that they're allowing themselves to be lazy until. That's super helpful too. Um, Let's see. Someone else said plan for it. You know, plan for a stressful day. Have a recharge day. And then tackle the tasks one by one. Um, I'm a Virgo. I don't know if that has anything to do with this. But I think it does. Um, I love lists. I love being able to check off one, one thing after the next. And then at the end of the day, seeing that I completed a list. If it's not on paper, it's definitely in my head. Um, so if you're a person like that too, I definitely recommend making a list. And you can either make it in order of priority, um, which it can go two ways. You can put your easy tasks first, um, kind of like I talked about earlier, and knocking one thing out, then the next, and then progressively, you know, maybe them getting harder Or it could go the other way too. I feel like it could be helpful for some people to put their harder tasks first. And that way, um, maybe if you have more energy in the morning um, and you feel yourself getting tired later in the day, you can knock out the harder things first, knowing that your day is just going to get easier as you go on and tackle tasks that maybe aren't so daunting. Um, And another thing that someone said that also was really interesting was when they're in a funk and they're looking to get out of it, they look for inspiration where they usually feel inspired. So their animals, their plants, nature, um, you know, looking on Pinterest for new ideas. And I think that's also a really good thing to do is um, I know when I was designing some grad caps last week, I was just like, what do I do? And I looked around and all I saw in my room were plants and I was like, bam, I got it. So I made a plant themed grad cap and honestly, I sold a few of them. It was really exciting, but it was just really cool to feel inspired. And that's something I definitely recommend to you. If you're feeling in a funk, if you're feeling like you haven't created anything new lately, look around, think of your own life and what you could use and what those people around you could use. Um, And maybe draw inspiration from your surroundings. Um, I talked about cleaning up your workspace, giving yourself a time to be lazy until 
Um, <laughs> somebody said that they barter and make deals with themselves. So for example, if you finish this, you can have a cookie or you can have an hour on social media. I think that's a really great way to be productive. I remember in school, I used to do that. I think I saw it in a show or something, but after every page in like my psychology book, for example, once I read a full page, I'd put a Skittle at the end of it or a gummy bear or whatever snack I was eating. And I couldn't eat the snack until I was done reading that page. Um, And it actually does help. You feel like a two-year-old when you're being motivated by gummy bears, but hey, it works. Um, so yeah, make a deal with yourself, reward yourself with something that you find fun, whether it's scrolling on TikTok for an hour or it's getting a donut, um, you know, make deals with yourself. (laughs) Um, somebody said that they watch training videos to better themselves, um, and their craft or they pick up their favorite book. I think that's always really great. I'll talk about that in a little bit about, um, bettering yourself. Um, me personally, I set goals, um, every single week I've gotten into the habit of journaling, not necessarily like my feelings, but just kind of setting my goals for the week, micro goals, and then bigger goals. Um, I set like a daily sales goal of a certain number of sales or orders that I want to hit a day. And honestly, ever since I started doing that, I've noticed that I've been hitting those goals way more often than before when I never explicitly wrote them down or had them in mind and I think this is because you're subconsciously working towards fulfilling these tasks and goals and you're you know your brain is working towards attaining these um so I definitely recommend setting your intentions for the week um I know at the beginning of every week in my planner I put my goals work goals um personal goals Excuse me. So one of my goals lately has been to drink more water. And um, I've noticed since I've been writing it down, it's definitely something that I've been attaining. Um, So, you know, write down your goals. If you want to make $50 a day, (laughs) write, I want to make $50 a day and check it off every single time that you attain it. You know, it doesn't matter what the goal is. All you have to do is create it first. Um, Instead of just having it floating in your head and not really specifying what that is. So I think something really important in general with all of these tasks is just to shift your perspective. Um, You know, instead of feeling negative and down, try to flip it and see how you can make things better for yourself. Um, Someone recommended the Flora app, F-L-O-R-A, and I was looking at it online and it's actually really great. I wish it would have, I knew about it when I was in college. So if you ever have trouble with being on your phone too much, which I feel like nowadays a lot of us struggle with just like scrolling on social media for way too long um, or just getting distracted. Um, so this app basically blocks distracting apps such as Facebook, Instagram, or games um, in a way to help you focus on what's more important in front of you. So basically, you've set a focus duration. So say you want to read for 20 minutes. Um, What this app will do is plant a little tree on your screen. And then when you press start, that tree will start to grow. If you happen to break that time and use your phone for social media or games, the tree dies. (laughs) So the goal is to keep your tree alive And it helps you just to kind of set your phone down for that allotted amount of time and not allow yourself to get distracted. 
Um, so if you see this being like a helpful tool, I definitely recommend downloading Flora. Um, I also saw that they allow you to create to-do lists and set goals for yourself, and then you can track your progress. So if you're a visual person, I definitely recommend doing that. And if you're someone that struggles with being on your phone too much, I'm about to download this because I know I definitely struggle with that. Um, so that was a really helpful suggestion. So Lauren, if you are reading or listening to this, thank you for that. Um, some other struggles that people mentioned that they've been struggling with, um, and I'm about to wrap up here. <laughs> if you guys have been listening this far, thank you. Um, I know it's been a little long, but some other struggles that people struggle with, um, business wise and motivation inspiration wise are, for example, not selling, um, too many of an item that you were really excited for and not necessarily getting the positive feedback that you were expecting. And I know I had a friend this week who was kind of bummed when they came out with something new on their shop. And then, you know, that person felt like no one liked it, you know, no one bought it, no one liked it. I was really excited for it. And now I can, I can see how that can really bum you out. Um, I've been there definitely where, you know, you create something new and then you might even post like a teaser and then you feel like a lot of people are like, oh my God, I can't wait. And then when it finally hits your shop, like no one buys (laughs) and that's so heartbreaking. You know, that's such a like crappy feeling as, as a shop owner, you know, when you pour your heart into something and then you feel like it doesn't receive the love that you have for it. And I want you to know like, that's okay. It's it's totally valid. And those are experiences that you're going to have. Um, those are part of the lows, you know, but don't forget your highs. Um, and it doesn't mean someone doesn't like your item. You might even just be selling to the wrong crowd. Um, you know, maybe your target audience needs to be shifted a little bit. If you have primarily followers that like to see blue items and then all of a sudden you come out with an orange item this is just me simplifying you know I can see there being a shift in that engagement in that um response so don't beat yourself up over it um I think you can start by maybe self-reflecting and asking yourself okay is there a way I can make this better? You know, if it is already what you think is just the most amazing thing in the world, maybe it is. And I bet you it is. Now the thing you have to do is go out and find people that want that item, which is not always easy. Finding your target audience can be really difficult. But I know I've given tips from the social media episodes before, looking through hashtags, looking through groups of people that will be more likely to buy your items. Um, So don't beat yourself up over it. Just try to find solutions. Um, Another thing that someone said they struggled with was a lot of low engagement to the point where they're asking themselves why they even bother. Um, And I think that's so, you know, that's such a common struggle with businesses nowadays because we're basically fully run on social media. And this goes with like the previous episodes I've talked about where you can, you know, bum yourself out with low engagement. And yeah, it sucks. (laughs) Like I have no... I have nothing else to say about it other than, yeah, it sucks when something doesn't receive the love that you really wanted it to get. But you can only sulk so much in those feelings 
before they do nothing for you and you just have to move on and try to be better. Um, try to do, not not because there's something wrong with what you did, but just don't let those feelings consume you. It sucks and yeah, it's, it's a bummer, um, but you can't let those feelings eat you up. You have to keep pushing forward. Um, so which brings me to my next um, my next, my next topic. Sorry, I just realized this episode's already really long, so I apologize. Um, that's what happens when I only have talking points and I don't script the episodes. Um, I just end up going on tangents and talking because apparently I talk a lot. Um, but then again, it is a podcast, so feel free to skip forward or just stop listening, but please don't. (laughs) Okay, so my next topic, and this is the last one, is I'm going to talk about comparisons and comparing yourselves to others um when you like when you're a shop I know it's so common to compare yourself to someone bigger or someone who seems like they're doing so much better than you and are so much more successful this is so common and I think it's just human nature to compare ourselves um and they can lead to some really unpleasant feelings um so I know comparing yourself to someone can leave you feeling really unmotivated and really discouraged when you see someone that has better content or has more orders than you or has more engagement than you. Um, So this is what I have to say about that. Comparison is the thief of joy. I just want to point out that things aren't always as they seem online. And even if they are, who cares? I feel like it happens to everyone. It's so common, especially with social media, to compare yourself to someone else who just seems like they're so successful and like they have it all together and the world is bowing at their feet. It sucks. I can't lie. Like I know I've definitely been there for sure when I feel like my shop isn't doing well and then I see someone who's selling like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of items and I'm just like, wow, why can't that be me? And then I've also been on the other side of the spectrum where I'm pretty sure maybe people have watched my stories and been like, wow, she's selling so much. And it just comes with those highs and lows of business. Um, It's definitely not always as it seems. Comparing yourself to someone else literally does you no favors all it does is waste that precious energy of yours that could be used for creating and you're using it to put yourself down and instead you could be focusing on um you know yourself instead of focusing on what other people are doing and maybe seeing them as your competition i challenge you to shift your perspective and see yourself as your biggest competition How can I be better than I was yesterday? What can I do to one-up myself? This way, you keep your eyes in your own lane, and it doesn't matter how fast or slow the other cars are going. All that matters is that you are on your way to getting where you want to be. You are your biggest roadblock. You are your biggest competition. That's what I'm going to tell you in this episode. Push yourself to improve instead of focusing your energy on trying to keep up with the Joneses. Um, I know I had a friend who has, I'm not even going to like specify like who it is, but this person has this shop that is doing so good. Like I'm so proud of it. And it bummed me out because when I talked to this person, they were just like, but I'm not doing as good as Blink. Or I see this page has this many followers or this many sales or this much engagement. And I was just like, do you not see what I see? Um, And it, it just, 
it's such, and I don't mean this like in a mean way, it's just such a waste of energy to focus on someone else when you could be shifting all of that energy into your own shop, your own efforts, your own success. Um, And I think that's definitely something that I've seen happen with myself as well. As soon as I stopped worrying about what everyone else was doing, I had more time to be like, all right, what else can I put on my shop? What else can I create? How can I make it better? You know, what new thing can I bring to the table? Um, And it's just shifting your perspective to a winner's perspective and not someone who's constantly comparing and feeling less than. Um, but I just want you to know, like with all of these feelings of feeling unmotivated, discouraged in a funk, you're not alone. This is totally normal. The important thing is that you're able to recognize where you are mentally and aim to surpass those feelings and get back to the best version of yourself. Um, so I hope that you guys, you know, learned a thing or two in this episode. And if if you didn't learn a thing or two, I hope at least it was comforting to know that you're not alone in feeling this way <laughs> um because I know there was no like major back um groundbreaking advice on this episode or anything like that I think this one I just wanted to make it known that it is completely normal to struggle and feel these things as a shop owner um because it's not always rainbows and butterflies it is not And trust me, I guarantee you it is like that for everyone. Um, Everyone has their own struggles going on behind the phone screen. And it's okay. Um, You just have to try to be proactive and find ways that work for you to get out of those funks. Um, This week was definitely a rough one for me. And I'm now at the bottom of this wine the, <laughs> this wine glass. So it feels a little better now. Um, but I know because, what's today? Friday? Um, I know going into this next week, my goal is to shift my perspective from being like, Kim, you're so stressed. Oh my God, there's so much to do. You're so tired. There's no energy. I'm, my goal is to shift that perspective and say, you know what? I'm going to kick some ass this week. I'm going to get as much done as I can. I'm going to make time for myself. I'm going to go have a nice lunch by the beach. And then when I get home, I'm going to bust out these orders. So, you know, do that for yourself this week. I challenge you to work against yourself. Don't um, compare yourself to anybody else and ask yourself what you could be doing better for yourself mentally, for your business, and just push yourself. Not too much. Take care of yourself. You can't pour from an empty cup, but at the end of the day, just aim for better days. (laughs) So I guess that's kind of how I'm going to end this episode. I want to thank you for making it this far into the episode and I will talk to y'all next week.